Hey, Matt. Yo. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? I'm feeling much better. Good. Yeah, you don't see, you seem a lot better. You're not coughing or sniffling or anything, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it, uh, I mean, I guess it's been two weeks now since, mm. since I got sick. Okay. Uh, so, so I was sick for like a week. For mm. a week, really, I was sick, brain fog, couldn't, could do anything. Brain fog's the worst. But then, then my wife caught it. So then, oh. then she was sick. God damn it. So. <laughs> And, and this is like, despite like being quarantined, I was quarantined in a living room mm-hmm. for like, for the whole week. Yeah. And uh, my wife was sleeping in the basement and it's like, you know, there was like, I was isolated and lonely. Uh, and despite all that, she still caught it. So then while she was sick, I was like, well, like I haven't seen you in a week. I'm just going to, I'm just going to snuggle on the couch and yeah. <laughs> I can't catch it again. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, while she was just vegging, watching TV, I just watched TV with her. Sweet. So we we watched a lot of movies and TV shows. So it's been like a staycation, I guess. Yeah, man. Stay at home and snug, and give the Netflix subscription a good flex. Exactly. Get my money's worth. But yeah, no, it's so you know that guy. I mean, part of me feels bad because this damn this this damn. Twitter challenge I gave myself, right? It's like the worst <laughs> timing ever. You know, yeah. like I just decide, all right, 60 days, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. And I was off to a good start. And then like day four, radio silence. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sick like a dog. And, and then, yeah, no, another week of doing nothing for it. Mm. So all I've been doing is doing customer support for Power and Porter. Right. And so, like, now my wife is doing better. Um, yesterday, like I, which was Monday, I started actually working on Power Importer again. So okay. I'm working on a new feature. I actually got some code d- done. Excellent. Um, but but it's, it's, it's hard to get back into it, right? Like oh, two yeah. weeks, two weeks off, mm-hmm. trying to get back into it, trying to f- find that state of flow. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I think I, like I did two hours and then my brain was like, was done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, I went, played the piano. Oh, yeah, I bought, we bought a piano. <laughs> okay. Like a keyboard so, or like the full, like, wooden thing? Uh, an electric, okay. uh, electric piano. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, so like, the, the keys are the same weight as a real piano. Yeah. But it's electric. So, you can wear headphones. Nice. And you can move it easily. Yeah. It oh, my go God. go out of tune. <laughs> You know, we we are apartment dealers, so yeah. we, can't, we can't have a real piano that we move around every time we move. I was going to say, did you buy a crane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Pull that into the window? <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I miss the piano. Like, I had one growing up. Um, I taught myself how to play the piano. I never had lessons or anything, but mm-hmm. I just just love it. So, right. yeah, so I think, yeah, 2019. 2013 uh we had a fire in our condo so we had to yeah we had to move into this temporary apartment so we were there for like nine months and it was fully furnished and it had a piano so cool i started playing again uh, introduced my daughter to it and that she loved it so now like yeah we were ready this place is where you know we moved into a big place we have room for it we're like we need to buy one so yeah we bought one so yeah that's what i do whenever i i need a break Go on the keyboard, mm. practice. Damn, I need to 
we need to hang out or you have to live stream some uh, piano so I can see you playing like chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I did yeah two hours work, bit of piano. Then I did another two hours and I was done. Like that was it. That was that was enough for the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping to, to pick up more momentum and yeah. be more productive and then start, you know, resume this challenge again. So like, because I can't, <laughs> I can't do two hours on this challenge. And then only two hours on power and border. Like, I mean, resume the challenge and just pretend like nothing happened. Well, it's day five. Let's go. Yeah, I thought of that. You should. Hey, like, I was like, why not? Like, it's my challenge. I can make up the rules. Absolutely. But uh, but at the same time, I thought, like, no, whatever. Like, the, you know, life happens. It's yeah. part of it's the reality. If I'm trying to prove that you can build something in 60 days, getting... Catching COVID is, is is part of our new reality, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get sick. You can't work on it. No, it, it's funny. So, yeah. Like talking about momentum, I was recalling a um, an earlier interview that I listened to with Peter Levels, where he talks about the idea that he sh- I think he ships every single day. He does something. Yeah. Um, and I I basically worked all weekend, or not all weekend, but I worked Saturday and Sunday, and on Sunday night, I definitely felt like I had not just been productive, but I didn't have any real downtime in terms of productivity. Like, it's interesting to think, like, if you work just a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, it continues to build your momentum. I definitely have problems with Monday mornings and feeling kind of, like, overwhelmed of, like, oh, I wonder what changed when I was away? Like, what have I forgotten? Or, you know, what has slipped through the cracks? But if you work just a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, it turns out like that momentum is conserved. I find. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, fi- I found the same thing. And when I was, I first built power Porter, like I was working these ridiculous 12 hour days and including Saturday and Sunday, man, it just, uh, you know, I was like, I could easily get in a state of flow and I was loving it. And I was, I'd wake up at five in the morning unable to fall back asleep because all I was thinking about is getting back to work, like getting back to coding. Yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah, that, that is too much. And I did kind of burn out, but, but then it's super hard to get back into it after you take a break. Yeah. It's like you lose all that momentum. You lose, I don't know. It's like a cold start, like trying to start a car in in winter. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I definitely like, you know, part of me longs for vacation, like, oh, I just want to get away. But coming back, I used to have this idea of coming back feeling rested. But I mean, maybe that just means my vacations aren't long enough. But I come back and I think like, oh, God, back to this. Okay, fine. <laughs> even if I really enjoy it. So, I mean, I don't know what the fix is there. I'm not even sure what I'm saying. But if if life is like a vacation, and I work just a little bit every day, maybe you have the best of both worlds. I don't know. Right. Exactly, right? I mean... This whole paradigm of like working like a dog until you're 65 and then you can stop and get it. live your life, right? I don't know. I think I'd rather do two hours a day every day mm-hmm. than, yeah, 40, 50 hours a week. And then finally when I'm 65, I can take a break. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's certainly been... That's a lesson I've been relearning with trying to keep my momentum up of that. Like my, I've really treated a lot of my life like a sprint 
I'm working 60 hour weeks trying to sprint to the weekend where I collapse and fall on the floor for 48 hours and then get up and do it all again. Like, yeah, you can live that way, but it just leads to things like deferring a lot of the joy in your life. Like I never would have like getting a dog (laughs) really helped me realize like, Oh, actually there's things outside of work that are good. Frankly, I'm lucky that I met my wife. I was working so much, but yeah, relearning that, that, uh, that marathon life is a marathon, not a sprint, but yeah. I'm glad you're getting your momentum back. Yeah, it felt it, it felt good yesterday. Good. T- today I've had too many meetings to actually do any deep work, but uh, mm-hmm. but it's okay because I have lots of administrative work to do too. So. Oh yes, lovely and lovely administration work. Yeah, I don't know about you, but my financial year ends August 31st. Oh, so. <laughs> mine ends uh, June bunch. 30th. Oh, okay, so there's a bunch of stuff I got to get done this month before the end. Yeah. I was, uh, (laughs) I'm dealing with tax stuff right now and you know, my, Oh my God, (laughs) my momentum update for this week was I'm still, I've been very good with my one hour a day, except for today, which I scheduled ahead of time to be like, I'm not working on anything except for all my financial stuff, emailing all the people, setting everything up, filing forms, all of that stuff. So my whole, morning has been a series of like I don't do Pomodoro or anything like that but it'll be like I do like the hardest 10 minute Pomodoro possible where I just like send grueling emails and just do the most painful work and then I take like a 20 minute break and just like watch YouTube videos and think like oh this is a reward that I drastically need to uh, (laughs) Jesus fuck trying to (laughs) god I just when it's when it hurts man does it hurt so yeah the yeah tax time baby it's time to time to submit all that crap so yeah so tell me about this momentum what have you been doing oh yeah 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 so momentum's still been high still doing my one hour a day more than that in most cases um i had an awesome saturday i just sat down and coded for eight hours it was amazing um and actually one of the things that i realized that i didn't know that i had um and i wish i had acknowledged i wish i had understood what i had built but the uh from fbars from a long time ago i wrote it all in java and it did. It does all of the best practices of all of the ecosystem stuff that I'd done. All the configuration is there. It works perfectly. And I found myself like copying and pasting from from that project. And I was like, Why am I doing this? Like, this project is amazing. I just need to like. I mean, I I'm, I'm not doing it right now. But like, when I finish with uh, it, if I'm looking for something technical to scratch, I'm gonna take that project and create my own little starter out of it because it's just like a perfectly configured. Um, Java app, tuned, dockerized, like all set, easy to push to production. And I can use that for all of my projects later and I don't have to worry about boilerplate or configuration or best practices or anything. It's all there and it works. Um, So I was copying a lot of that stuff out into this current project, getting it ready to go to production. So finished the Slack integration, um, learned a lot about Slack (laughs) and how Slack works. uh, I would even consider open sourcing like a small, here is a small Spring Boot app that handles Slack uh, and just how I did it. Because it's pretty interesting how it all fits together. Um, I managed to get around the uh, needing to like build an admin portal for for things like configuration. So funny little tidbit, um, in Slack, uh, I use those slash commands all the time, like slash remind me or whatever, alert, I used to use shrug before they deprecated it or removed it, but um, you can implement your own slash commands. So 
for my, I implemented one and that's how you configure the bot. So you can interact with the bot, you can tag it and it will pick up things from your slash commands or from the, from the messages that you send it. But there are, uh, there's an SLA, <laughs> there's an SLA with slash commands. They have to respond within, I'm not sure what the, what it is, but it's certainly, it, it, I think it's around half a second. If it doesn't respond any faster than that, then it automatically fails. And Slack will be like, whoops, something happened. And it'll give you like a dispatch error or something like that. So if you want to do things, um, if you want to use the Slack commands, you have to be very, very lightweight. Uh, otherwise, you'll fail. So there's this real like asynchronous thing that's happening with Slack, uh, with slash commands. So if you are going to just query something, that's no problem. Or maybe like start a Zoom call is a good example. It just hits an API and then returns a link to you. Um, but if you're actually hoping to perform an action, like for me, it was like, oh, I, I create a new filter against the blockchain and, um, and begin that filter. That takes way too long. So the slack, oh. so the slash commands all, all time out. So, um, right <clears throat> now it still isn't like, it's still not working. It, the slash command will time out. It'll work on my side, but it won't make it back to slack in time. So, um, I'm going to have to like figure out how to like give it to a thread pool or schedule it or something like that so that it happens transactionally. But you know, it, it's kind of interesting. I, it was a, it was a cool little learning that I had okay. from Slack, which was cool. So the slash command would have to respond immediately saying like, immediately got it and then do something asynchronously and then reply. Exactly. Oh, here's your answer. Yep. Yeah. The, the slash commands are real time with a, with a, with a, uh, quite a fast timeout and the events API is a lot more lenient in terms of uh, response times. Okay. So yeah, that was kind of interesting. Um, the other part is, yeah, managing WebSockets <laughs> uh, because all of the filters are done through WebSockets. So opening a WebSocket and like giving it a filter to say like, oh, let me know when an event happens along this filter. Um, but then like, you know, grooming that WebSocket to be like, oh, it closed or making sure that if it closes, you have a monitor that's watching it to reopen it or reconnect or just anything to prevent disruptions. Because yeah, if it goes Ooh. down, then all of a sudden, like you, you're, you're missing events and you don't know it. So I've been doing a little bit of experimentation there of just like how to break the, yeah, like how do you design something that watches for the WebSocket to, to close? And is there like some kind of queue? Like if, if you do lose the connection, like for like two minutes mm. when you come back, is there a way of queuing all events that happened in the last two minutes? So I have to build it basically, but the way that it works is, um, so in a blockchain, all blocks have IDs. So when you receive an event, you receive it from a, from a block being created effectively. And I know that block ID. So I can store that block ID. So when I come back up, uh, I can say like, oh, that I, I, I am restarting. Um, where do I start from? Because you don't want to start from like Genesis because then you're going to, you could potentially give out a bunch of duplicate events unless you stored all the events that you had sent, um, which is an option. Um, or you can say, what was the last block that I processed? And I can begin processing from there. Um, so if there was downtime, for example, I could go back, read all the events that I could have potentially missed and then begin um Okay. Real-time processing. So, I, yeah, at this point, I'm trying my, like, I see how sophisticated this can be. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, how much do, it, like, I need to invest as little as possible while also having it be reasonably redundant. Like, the one thing that I really need is the web sockets to 
I just need a monitor for the web sockets. Cause if something goes down, I can handle that. I have manual action I can take, but uh, yeah, the managing of the web sockets, that's like the one thing that I need to work consistently uh, and have the system self heal. Do I? Do you really do? Well, it's a good question. At least for me, like, even if it, it would be pretty interesting to be like, oh, the web socket died. And then I just like, I don't know, restart the server. <laughs> um, that's an option. Uh, part of me, like, I just, I don't know that I can sleep. That would be terrible to have it just like in the middle of the night, like, oh, the web socket died and you weren't awake to restart the server. Okay. But yeah, like the nice thing is the library is pretty nice for managing the underlying connection. So I just have to find all the right hooks and then uh, hopefully I can implement something like that pretty easily. So here's the big question though that I have for you and I need your input on this. So I mentioned before that I feel like I've spent way too long building this thing. I just want to get it out there. So I would like really to not build an admin console. Um, I don't want to have to manage users. I don't want to deal with any of that crap if I can help it. I mean, I would like to be paid. That would be great. But I'm actually considering like, I'll let me slap beta on it and have it be free and then get to marketing it and see who signs up. And if people sign up, then I can build a pricing flow. I, yeah, I was curious what you thought to, I I wanted to have like a small discussion about it. Um, Yeah. It sounds, sounds like the right thing to do. Like, you know, if, if this was right, this project was, is different than like starting a business, right. Mm -hmm. Where you identify a problem try to find a solution for it and you try to find yep. product problem solution fit and then do you have product market fit this was a a fun project that scratching your own itch uh, the main goal was to build momentum and this habit of working on something every day yep so yeah i think shipping it is the next thing like mm-hmm. don't don't spend don't spend too much time on it yeah just yeah, ship it and start getting feedback right away. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same. I'm I'm in that same mindset. I think that if implementing payment were, if it were like a two hour thing, I would do it. But I don't want to implement. I just don't. I don't. I just don't want to deal with it <laughs> because, like, right. one thing that I'm dealing with on the Java side, something that I've always struggled with is. Um, uh, like server side rendered pages, like through like, I don't know if Java server faces or whatever the crap is. Like I've never done it. Um, I've tried to configure it before and I've never gotten it to work, even from like copied and paste, copying and pasting examples. Like it's never worked for me. And I don't want to create a whole front end application to, that I have to deploy separately. Like I just don't want to do it. I would rather have it be all in one app and have it be super simple. Um, uh, granted, I could I could steal a lot of that from the FBAR's uh, template that I have, my starter effectively. But all the same, I just don't, like, I would rather have it just be self-contained as one thing and then push it. Um, so if it were easier, if it were that easy, then I would consider it. But I just don't, I just don't want to go through it. So fuck it. Like, I'm just going to yeah. put the word beta on it. <laughs> and yeah, just let oh, the exactly. community decide if they want it or not. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing you want to validate is, you know, do you have a problem solution fit? Yeah. Right, like people do people actually want to monitor contracts and yeah. be notified in Slack? So that's that's the answer you want to get. Yeah, yeah. Then, and then after that, you, yeah, after that you can say, well, okay, they do. Well, are they willing to pay money for it? Like, yeah, yeah. So that's okay. That that sinks that sinks it for me. I'm just gonna finish what I have, get it to a some respectable level of stability, <laughs> so that it doesn't just hang, and then I'll build a a landing page. So let the marketing begin. Awesome. That's exciting. Cool. Yeah, it is. 
it, this was fun building a learning slack, learning how it works. That's cool. Yeah. It's definitely a good skill to have, right? There's so many other slack bots you could create. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So that was really my week. Uh, what about you? I guess just you know, recovering from COVID and everything else, but yeah, yeah exactly. It didn't get much work done. Um, <clears throat> one crazy thing I did a few weeks ago is I signed up to MicroConf mastermind service. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. They, so they have, I don't know how often they, they, um, how many cohorts they have per year, but, mm-hmm. um, but I've received an email quite a few times since mm-hmm. I've been on the mailing list of like, Hey, there's a new mastermind matching service, you know, yeah. starting in the next weeks. So basically you, yeah, you sign up and then they pair you up with some other founders mm-hmm. and, uh, and then, yeah, it's up to you to just decide how often to meet and right. how to schedule, how to format your mastermind so so yeah i kind of signed up for it not really wanting to <laughs> <laughs> why not i was like do i really want to be accountable to other people uh. <laughs> but i guess part of me felt no no you need a kick in the pants like this this would be your this would be good for you so yeah so i i signed up weeks ago and then we you know you fill out this like short survey basically you know, like where, where you're at, um, you also pay, you also say how much revenue you make mm-hmm. and that, that puts you like in a different cohort. Right. And you, you know, describe the challenges that you're hoping the mastermind will solve. And, and yeah, they did, they did a pretty impressive job at matching us up. Cool. Like <laughs> we, we had our first meeting Friday mm-hmm. and, uh, when we're describing like, what our problems are like what we're hoping to solve like all four of us mentioned the same things okay <laughs> it was like wow they really they really matched us yeah so yeah it's it's so far it's, so far it's great that's super I mean, cool you know it's just we just did intros but everyone's working on things that are interesting um like no absolutely no like conflict of interest like no one is competing with one another like we're cool. all in very different niches um, I can't really share any information because it's all confidential. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what happened in mastermind stays in mastermind. <laughs> Reasonable. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I think it's going to be great. It's exactly what I needed. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it sounds refreshing to be in a room with people who aren't like, I feel like my circle of people aside from you is how do I find my first customers? How do I find something I can take for the long term versus, somebody like you who's more established and yeah, like meeting other more established people. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, we, we, we all expressed the, the exact same thing. Like where I guess I can share this part. Like we're, you know, like I'm, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm at the point now where I might need to hire some people and mm-hmm. like build a team to, to grow power importer. Right. And like they were all also had issues with like, yeah, maybe I need to hire someone. So we're like all at the same, the same place in our business. It was right. really interesting. It was a perfect match. That's but cool. Maybe it wasn't because we all have the problem. None of us have the oh, solution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you certainly have a lot more in common than. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. But it's, but it's just nice to have people that you can bounce ideas off. And, oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, this call is like the good. highlight of my week. Like, I can't imagine what it's like for you <laughs> to actually have, you know, more of a peer. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I love our chats because I, 
I love the starting to something mm. part. <laughs> yeah. So power importer is, is a whole different set of problems. It's sure. like, it's a mature product and it has product market fit. It's more than Robin profitable. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's where I need to talk to different people. Good question. <laughs> that's cool. What kind of cadence will you meet on? I think we, we decided every two weeks for now. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like after you're matched up, uh, they send you like uh, basically this like document like that shows you a bunch of ideas like how you can structure your mastermind. Oh, yeah. So like you know these are the benefits of the mastermind. So that we were already sold on it since we all signed up for it. Mm. But uh, you know like different structures. Oh, you can have like a just one person in the hot seat and everyone asking questions and giving feedback, or you could do roundtables or. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, uh, you can you can keep notes. You can have a Kanban that you where you track your your metrics and hold each other accountable. Like, yeah, it was it was full of good ideas. And mm. so at first it was a little overwhelming. Like <laughs> nobody wants to take the lead and say this is what we're gonna do. Right. So we're like, uh, so what are we gonna do? <laughs> so like, meet every week or every two weeks. What format? So interesting. You know, we picked. We picked a, a frequency and a format, and things might evolve. But. Yeah, yeah, sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Plus, it sounds like a good chance to meet a bunch of interesting people, which is yeah, exactly, <laughs> very yeah. appealing. I mean, <laughs> it's the same reason why I signed up for the 100 customers in 100 days challenge. Yep. Not at all because I want to hustle for 100 days and get 100 customers. <laughs> But just because I want to meet other people. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so yeah. So that that we've we've have also just been set up, like paired up in a mastermind group. Oh, in the one hundred and one hundred. Yeah, in the one hundred and one hundred. So we're meeting every week. Okay. That for me that's mostly just a, a social hour. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just meet other people what are they working on and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we can find ideas for to how to help one another, but mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just to meet people. Yeah, cool. Because being a being a founder is lonely. It is, man. Especially when you're you're not going to a place, you're not in an office right. full of people. Stuff. How about you? The co working space. Have you have you met people? I'm really trying to meet people. Um, I find that there's a big barbell in terms of like people that I have a lot in common with. Um. There are just a lot of really young people here, like early to mid 20s, which is great. I love being around young people. Like it, it gives the room a certain energy and vibe. Um, but I didn't think I was old, but I don't have a lot <laughs> in common <laughs> with people who are in their like mid 20s anymore. I mean, they're like technically a different generation than you, no? Oh, yeah. The, I guess so. Right. <laughs> yeah, Some I, of them are Gen Z's. <laughs> I definitely feel the difference. In generation, <laughs> but but yeah, there being around young people is fun. I find it a little bit hard to like build bridges to be like, oh hey, how's it going? Like, what'd you do this weekend? Like, oh, I hit the club, you know. I was like, oh, that's cool. What'd you do? Like, I took a nap and took my dog for a walk. <laughs> like, I don't know, just you know, don't have as much in common. Okay, boomer. Yeah, okay, boomer. Um, and then yeah, and then on the other side, um, there's people who. I think I have more in common with, but they're harder to pin down. They're very busy. Um, they've got 
kids that that they need to run here and run there, or they're much more, um, they're tighter with their time. So it's like, hey, you want to go for a beer after work? And it's like, oh, no, actually, I have a huge list of commitments of things I need to be doing. Like, oh, okay. Oh. See ya, I guess. <clears throat> so I really want to start a an Indie Hackers chapter here just to, like, try to meet people in a social setting and right. potentially board games. Like, maybe hit the internal Slack and say, does anybody want to play Catan or Patchwork or something? Right. Um, how about Meetup? Meetup.com? Man, I've been really struggling um, there's really, I, when I, when I go to meetup in Victoria, I I'm like indie hackers, entrepreneurs, like crypto. And like, there's, I'm not having a lot of luck. Yeah. But I mean, if your goal is to play board games, like do they really have to be entrepreneurs? Oh yeah. No, no, no. They don't have to be entrepreneurs, but that's a good point. I, I don't think I've checked for like, um, I don't think I've checked for Victoria board games. Yeah. Cause, uh, I've seen a few in Montreal. Oh like yeah. I, I joined, I joined, a underground poker game cash game like cash game oh yeah yeah group did you spank uh, them <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> good man i gotta gotta pay the bills you know <laughs> i love it but yeah but uh, i mean that's 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 my biggest problem with like this idea of being a digital nomad it's like making friends and then moving again <laughs> and starting all over making friends in a new place yeah yeah i've been I, I in the beginning i was definitely fetched with the idea of oh maybe i can it'd be kind of fun to start over um but yeah the energy is very different <laughs> uh of what people are interested in doing like if you're caught in your ways if you're you know you have a routine then it's a little harder to break in but it's you know, if you can find the people who are open, then maybe it works. I don't know. Making friends is hard. Yeah. And then you might might move to a new city and have to start all over again. Exactly. <laughs> you can always come back to Montreal. Yeah, I mean, there's always that. Uh, should we wrap up? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you can find notes for the show at startuptosomething.com. If you like the show, give it a rate and review on your favorite podcast player. Uh, it, I just love hearing from people who listen whether it's on the itunes or on twitter uh getting pinged is the funnest in the world it's so nice to know that yeah. people get enjoyment out of the show so thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you again next week bye later <laughs>